Welcome to Merrick's Experts, the podcast that provides analysis of current affairs in China. Hello, I'm Ruth Kirchner. Thanks for joining me. My guest today is Zhang Jieping, chief editor of Initium, a new online platform based in Hong Kong. Initium is privately funded and aims to provide independent news and analysis for the Chinese-speaking world. Launched last year, it quickly gained traction in Hong Kong, Taiwan, with overseas Chinese, but also with people on the mainland. However, there it fell foul of the census and was blocked within 10 days of its launch. Uh, Jiang Jieping, the banning of Initium in China, what does it mean for you and your colleagues? Is there actually no room left for investigative independent journalism these days? I think the, the room for uh, in investigative journalism or independent journalism in China is a different thing rather than uh, our website is shutting down because we all foresee it. If we want to do the professional Chinese journalism, it definitely will be shut down. It's normal. But inside mainland China, if you still want to be a independent journalist or doing investigative journalism, It's really very harder than before. It's harder than five years ago, and it's harder than 10 years ago. Because I, I have seen some reports that there are 300 investigative reporters in China five years ago, and now 90% of them are swifting into other industries, especially into the uh, new startup, technology startups. Uh, and uh, some of my friends still being the independent journalist, but it's very hard for them to make the living by themselves. Some of them are writing uh, enormously for uh, international medias and uh, in a very careful way. And some of them are really uh, depends on small donations by their friends. And uh, I need to say the room is being very small and smaller. <laughs> The room is very small and um, the tightening and the increasing restrictions in mainland China have, as I said, have also affected your operation, although you are based in Hong Kong. But um, for you, have you ever thought about, and I'm not saying please the Chinese authorities, but uh, sort of to compromise a bit to get access to the Chinese market? Uh, no, we never thought about it because why we choose Hong Kong to start our new uh, website is because that we want to keep journalism independence, so-called. We, we just want to do professional, normal news, not anti-party or pro-party, not anti-China or pro-China, just being professional, just being a normal media. So that's why we choose Hong Kong. Uh, in Hong Kong, uh, things is uh, a little bit different. Hong Kong media still have the big room to stand uh, independence, but things also is changing in Hong Kong. The very interesting one is in Hong Kong, the country just buying medias, buy their stocks and change their investors and the media will change. So Hong Kong media also is experiencing quite a big change, but still have big room. So when we decide to make it in Hong Kong and we make the decision that we will not compromise to, because it's, it's too difficult to compromise. 
you will waste a lot of energies, the precious energies, to play the game with Chinese government. But we re really want to put these energies into the professional journalism. So then, where do you see your main audience? Then, if the Chinese market is mainly close to you, when we founded this media, one of our purpose is to try to make different Chinese communities to communicate with each other, and. Of course, it's too naive because we are quickly shut down by the mainland China. But we still have around thirty percent of readers in overseas Chinese.、Uh, the most of them are from American and Japan. I think most of them are from mainland China using VPN. And also, we have forty percent readers in Taiwan and thirty percent in Hong Kong. So the profile is is quite good to me. And you can see in our discussion、uh, space, traditional Chinese and simplified Chinese, they are debating in some very sensitive topics, such as is Taiwan belong to China or something like that. And、uh, I think our part of our、uh, purpose is realized, and we'll keep it this way. Yeah. And、uh, how much appetite do you think there is for the type of journalism、mm -hmm. that you're doing for sort of high quality、mm -hmm. content,、um, especially maybe among China's growing middle class? Is there a real need for a sort of an outlet like that? Before we start this website, we we don't know, but now I can say that the readers are thirsty for high quality reporting, high quality report of public affairs, and、uh, I think half of our articles are. More than four thousand words a piece. Our website is called in Hong Kong the famous long form articles and the famous long form media. And、uh, I can give an example that the articles which has highest page views is one、uh, million page views. It's a ten thousand words long article about a famous crime scenes in Taiwan. And also the second one. Eight hundred thousand page views is about Wuhan protest in China. It's also a long form. So, actually, the highest、uh, page views articles are all long form in our website. So I can see the thirsty from the market, which seems sort of to contradict a lot what、uh, we thought about online yes, media、uh, that、uh, people really want to read short articles. They don't have the attention span anymore.、Yes. They sort of jump from subject to subject. But what you're doing is completely different. Yes, I I think we have many、uh, misunderstandings about so-called new media. We can we we should make the articles short, and we should make videos. We should make videos in thirty seconds or something. All kinds of things. But I think the new media is is really about the things or the that people. Gets the story. The story should be related to the people's life. Should be relevant to their everyday life, and should be written in a very friendly way. I think this is what new media need to target on, rather than the misleading all kinds of misleading concepts, short videos, or something like that. But under these circumstances, how can you reach out to your audience in mainland China,、mm -hmm. given the complications that your website is not easily accessible? Actually, in the Apple Store, in the in the iOS Apple Store, if you have an overseas account, you can download a、uh, edition. Even you are in mainland China, and you can read it. We use some technique ways to avoid some firewalls. But I think also we exchange some contents with、uh, mainland China news organizations, especially some not so sens sensitive topics. I think three China's mainstream media. 
bought our contents in in their website but also they, they, they were made in Asian media very very small you, you may not pay attention to it but I think the made the good articles being seen by more people is our target so so it's okay and uh, we do not have full-time staff uh, working inside mainland China but we do have several freelance writers working closely with us and in different in different regions yeah that must be difficult um, to protect your freelance writers mm-hmm. in mainland China. Um, and so there are clearly restrictions on what you can do on the mainland, right? Uh, yes, yes. The freelance writers working for us is mainly uh, in, inside mainland China has expertise in a uh, business side, in cultural issues, in social issues. But if uh, there are breaking news or investigative topics, we will send journalists from Hong Kong to China. This is Merrick's Experts. With me is Zhang Jiping of Initium, a new online platform for news and current affairs in China. We're discussing journalism and the media. There has been much talk about Hong Kong's media environment and that it is also deteriorating. How much pressure is there on media outlets like yours and others in Hong Kong? In Hong Kong, I need to say that things changed very fast in this year. Uh, the year before this year, it's all normal because if you are doing two sensitive stories, such as Tibet or something like that, I think few Hong Kong news organizations dare to do this kind of stories. They just self-censorship. But from this year, I think it's the first time that several Hong Kong medias received the warnings from uh, Chinese government based in Hong Kong. And uh, for us, our mainland background journalists get some threats from their hometown or their parents get some threats from their hometown, things like that. They cannot really control what we publish or not, but they can uh, influence on our staffs. So I always let the staffs decide by themselves if they want to continue. And they, they still need to keep professional on their uh, journalism work. And uh, meanwhile, they need to protect their, themselves and their family. Yeah. With the Hong Kong media, um, over the last couple of years, we have seen physical attacks on media workers. We have seen self-censorship. Uh, you mentioned that. We've seen financial pressure. Uh, Chinese companies buying up Hong Kong media. Alibaba Group taking over the South China Morning Post is probably the most prominent example. So it's a tough environment. And still, there is your startup. Mm-hmm. There are other similar online startups mm-hmm. in the media area. Given all these pressures, uh, why still launch new media outlets? I think it's partly because Hong Kong is experiencing its most influential political change after 1997. It's a good chance for some people who want to influence, who want to involve in this process. So I think maybe nearly five to ten new medias were born in Hong Kong in the past two years. Some of them are pro-China or pro-government, it, it, it can obvious to see that. And some of them are quite independent, but in a very small scale, maybe have only five to six persons, and they are depends on crowdfunding or some way. And they, they really want to 
speak out their independent voice to tell true Hong Kong stories in their mind. And uh, I think our media is in a middle way. Uh, it's a business media's model. We have uh, private investors and we have about 50 people's uh, newsroom. And we are trying very hard to find the business model, to find advertisers to make us uh, sustain. We need to find our business model. Yeah. Some people in the industry say high quality journalism is really expensive. You need a lot of money. You need a lot of resources. Uh, are you trying to prove that uh, you can do it not on a shoestring budget? You have private funding, but that you can still provide a high quality journalism without a massive media organization behind you? I, I dream that I can prove it. So I'm trying very hard to make ourselves sustain in a healthy way, not only depends on the investors, but also survive in the market. Zhang Jieping, thanks for sharing your insights and experiences. That was Zhang Jieping, chief editor of Initium, a new online platform for news and current affairs. I'm Ruth Kirchner. Thanks for listening. Bye for now and join us again soon. You have been listening to Merrick's Experts, the podcast from the Makato Institute for China Studies in Berlin. If you want to learn more about our work, please visit us at merricks.org.